This is Ben Slinger from Podchaser and the Bitstorm podcast, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Welcome, everybody. Hey, Jeremy. Hey, we were just uh, in the chat there. We're getting underway now. I know you've been waiting. Uh, welcome to our sixth, sixth, wow, sixth session of Rogue Trader. Uh, we uh, last time uh, decided to give the uh, artifact to the Adeptus Mechanicus. We worked out a, what I feel is a pretty good deal for some extra profit factor. We uh, got some canesome dermal plating to make him a little hardier. And uh, Jarnan no longer sounds like Darth Vader. We got his lungs all fixed up, so that's fantastic. Uh, we spent a couple of weeks there at uh, Port Wanderer having the ship uh, overhauled. They uh, modified the drive on the, on the uh, I was going to say cruiser. I wish we had a cruiser <laughs> <laughs> on our Raider. That's a couple different. I think it, are, you're not in a light cruiser even, right? You're in a frigate, right? That's like, yeah, two, like, a that's like two scales away. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, uh, over on uh, Footfall, uh, my agent, Oros uh, Klaxon positioned himself really well uh, due to a very good bunch of roles. Uh, he's positioned himself in Othio's place as the uh, as a black market vendor. They've cornered that market. Uh, Othio is no longer a problem. He's been um, caught and executed by uh, uh, Hart, not Harstack. Um, what the fuck's his name? I have to edit this now. God damn that it. was no, it's Zarkov. Zarkov, no? there you go. There we go. All right, executed by Zarkov. Uh, and um, yeah, so we're we're sitting good there. Uh, we eventually went to go meet uh, Karnot Stand, who was messaging me furiously while we were on Port Wanderer. Uh, we pretty much blew him off until the end, and then uh, pretty much just told them uh, pound sand. Although Jarnan. Uh, you know, kind of like tried to, to grease the grease the skids a little bit and said that the artifact was not tainted and that had no other effects. So, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how all that plays out. But uh, yeah, so that's it. We'll we'll pick up here at uh, at Port Wanderer. But before we do that, we've got Neil doing a live read for his own coffee. So <laughs> take it away. <laughs> Wow, I feel like a real jerk face. <laughs> uh, yeah, Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is craft roasted small batch coffee out of Tampa, Florida. Sunny in the last few days. Uh, beautiful Florida. And uh, it's roasted to perfection. Our night owl blend is a deliciously robust uh, full city plus roast coffee that is by far the uh, greatest palate pleaser, I believe, in our lineup uh, so far. Uh, it's got a great diff cocoa, caramel, molasses kind of uh, hints going on. Uh, bold as hell, but uh, but not uh, not bitter. So drink smooth, and a lot of folks say, I used to only drink coffee with cream and sugar, and I don't even need it for this coffee. So that's my ringing endorsement of my own product. Go ahead and buy some of that. 
buy it for your friends, buy it for your family, buy it for yourself, treat yourself. And uh, other than that, all the coffees are great, depending on your palate. If you have questions, go ahead and email me. It's uh, birdscoffeecompany at gmail.com. Go to the website, Facebook, whatever. I'm happy to answer questions. I'll bullshit coffee all day long. And if you want, you can go ahead and enter Legends 10 when you order, and you're going to get 10% off. So you get a deal. I get your money. <laughs> a little less of it, but I get your money. So do that. And then John feels good because Legends has actually sent quite a few people this last month. So you guys are really stepping up to the plate, and uh, I appreciate it. I, I'm hoping you enjoy, you enjoy the game, and uh, we'll keep this one going until it the wheels fall totally off and you're just <laughs> obliterating everything. <laughs> then we'll have to move on to uh, Only War where we're just a bunch of grunts with some last pistols. Yes, and then you'll all die in the first <laughs> episode. Because, I mean, that's, yeah, that's way worse than even Dark Heresy. And Dark Heresy, it's like, you better not think about drawing that gun. <laughs> if you draw your gun, you are fucking dead in that game until, like, level eight. Yeah, so, you already lost. <laughs> like, yeah, like, basically run at all times, every time, until you, like, really get some serious, some serious experience built up. Otherwise, you dead. It's almost like Cthulhu in space, just without the the uh, yeah. cosmic horror. Yeah, it's you're, yeah, you just don't do well there. And and I'll tack on the birds if you're interested in the legends uh, legends brew. Everything's been settled, I believe, as far as flavor profiles and all the other good stuff. So uh, check yeah, that it's going to be a little less for those of you who are like, damn, that's bold on the night owl. It's dialed down a little, so it's not the same bean ratio even, but dials it down a little, a little bit less punch, a little less roastiness. Still a nice balance, tiny bit of sweetness. Uh, maybe I can bump up some of the, the stuff here and there still, but I think it makes a nice, a really balanced. I hate describing it this way because people yell at me because it makes it sound like the coffee's not fancy enough. But it's like imagine like a Dunkin' Donuts cup of coffee, but like, good, like really good. <laughs> Like, imagine if it was, like, amazing coffee, but, like, a nice kind of easy on the palate. So that's what I would describe it as. And there's more caffeine because it's a lighter roast. That's right. You're going to get more bang for your buck on that one. So I'm making the switch from Night Owl. It hurts me, but I'm, I got to drink my own brew. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. If you're, not drinking your, if you're not drinking it, who is? I don't know. Nobody right now. <laughs> That's right. No one has yet. To, no one has drank. I I, I have drank it because I I, and I sent John a sample, so he's drank it. <laughs> I have actually drank it. The Legends Brew is now available. There's a link in the show notes, and of course, you can find the uh, page on our website. So order away. We know you're going to love it. If you uh, like any of Neil's other coffees, uh, check out the uh, Legendary Brew. All right. So enough enough of that the nonsense. We should probably get into some gameplay because that's what everybody's here for. Hey, Sky Jam and Twenty, what's going on? Jumped into the chat as well. You're not just here for the ads. I don't think they are. Uh, <laughs> damn it! That's just my favorite part. <laughs> my favorite part. That after that, I check out. Right. <laughs> All right. So take it away, Neil. All right. So so you're on the ship. And, or the, on the Port Wonder, and you have uh, successfully uh, managed to 
you know, turn the artifact over to the Adeptus Mechanicus. Uh, you made quite a good deal there. Uh, you've got some new gear. You've had time to kind of recoup. You've secured your items. Um, and now it's really up to you guys to determine what your next step is. Um, obviously, I can give you sort of the recap so far. I mean, options obviously are the alien world that the cruiser crashed, that uh, Harstat crashed on, totally unexplored other than you literally were beelining it through the, to the, uh, the captain's kind of quarters to get the artifact. So relatively unexplored. There's definitely some kind of Xenos influence and some sort of perhaps corruption that is potentially not from the planet. It could have been from the artifact. You don't know, but there was definitely zombie-like. The crew had turned into mindless Reaver-type psychos. So there's that. Uh, The artifact itself seems to be Tau in origin. Um, At least that's what the Mechanicus uh, was under the impression. Um, And it did look like um, there are opportunities for you uh, to utilize some of the information that they could glean potentially to um, investigate potential Tau installations, we can call them. I don't know what I will call them at the moment. Stations, planets, research stations, engineering laboratories, whatever. Um, If you don't know, um, for those of you who I I think I revealed that, and if I didn't, then the Mechanicus revealed that. Um, There was a warp essentially like it allows the the artifact had something to do with manipulating the warp and warp energies um and the tower known to do that uh through their technology um they don't navigate the same way i don't know if anyone does anyone have the xenos forbidden lore i do yes so you'd probably just know like tau for instance don't um they are borg like in their uh, mindsets. They're a hive mind, but from technology like the Borg, and they are, they're, they're the only ones not technically, I think, evil <laughs> in the universe. By They don't actually want to harm anyone. They're more than willing to essentially uh, colonize and turn everyone into Tau. Any alien species they meet, they offer if they judge that uh, you're, you're good. Like, why don't you join us? We'll all be part of this collective. It's all for the good of the galaxy or the universe. We'll all be together. We're not going to fight each other. We're all coordinated. We're all working as one. And everything's great, right? And then if you say no, they're like, well, then you must be destroyed at all costs. So, There's needless to say, communists. humanity has decided. <laughs> communists. Yeah, they're like... <laughs> Everyone's the same, everyone's equal, except if you're not, then you're all dead. Um, needless to say, humanity said, fuck you, America! <laughs> we're one we're of individualists. So humanity said, fuck that. Uh, and so the Tau obviously will exterminate humans at all costs. Um, and they are quite, they're very technologically advanced. So they're essentially cyborgs 
um, of various species um, all kind of working together. So that's that's the background on the, the race itself. Um, and the artifact only of, of Tao origin. And then you could do other, I mean, if you want to look, explore other random opportunities, I'm more than happy if you want to go get a connection to look at something else that you're interested in. I'm totally cool with that too. All right, Those so I'm guessing we spend about a month in Port Wonder while the Mechanicus work on the ship? Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah, I'd say a month to get the ship components installed and all that. Yes. And then Jarnan has to heal and Kane has to heal, although I guess that probably doesn't take quite as long. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not awful. Okay. Um, do, so while we're corral, while I'm carousing, uh, do my agents report anything? Is there any, anything that's happening that, you know, would pique my interest, uh, as far as, um, I, you know, maybe new technology or, um, I, you know, unexplored world, you know, anything that would come up to be like, Oh, I can make money at that. Um, give me a corrals check. All right. I should be able to do that. Uh, let's see my corrals. I'm not trained. Wait a minute. Really? Okay. Let's see. I'm rolling. I mean, you don't, Oh yeah. Base. Yeah. You can, you can roll. Anyone can drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you're not trained in it, you're not really good at networking. All right. 20. I roll a 17. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, of course. Um, you're definitely, so, I mean, you've definitely um, increased your notoriety as of late, um, particularly with, um, even though it's not entirely, it's not like super, you're not out telling everyone per se that you got a Zenos artifact and that stuff, but word travels around that you've, that you had, uh, an artifact of Zenos origin and, and you're good enough at your carousing to drop hints without also saying who you necessarily sold it to. So like the rumors are like, Ooh, I heard he did it. You know, I heard he, they sold it to the Adeptus. I heard that the Imperial Navy wanted it and blah, blah, blah. So, uh, that's been going quite well. Um, in the meantime, yeah, I mean, there's, plenty of opportunities um you get word on uh, a planet that a merchant house uh had um discovered in the chronos expanse that at least uh from their initial scan seemed to have high uh high uh density of rare metals rare I, 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 they're called rare earth metals to us, but it's not earth metals. It's not on earth, but <laughs> rare metals, metals. That, like uh, rare Zenos metals that are, uh, but not Zenos, right? Yeah. Rare material. Yeah. Rare Imperial, uh, Imperium metals that are like, you know, necessary components for fixing like circuitry. And it's used in a lot of manufacturing and production of like, high-tech stuff so very valuable particularly if you find high density of them because that's that's not common um so there's that opportunity 
Um, they do, there are, it's likely dangerous because of native fauna, but it doesn't seem intelligent, but they certainly, the merchant house has been putting out feelers to see if anyone would partner with them to, uh, set up an operation, and extract those materials, uh, without them losing a fuck ton of their men. Um, because that's not really what they do per se. Um, and then, you know, there's other opportunities that they did discover, uh, a planet that was before the Corona, the, the major storm in the Corona expanse, uh, stopped, uh, travel. Uh, there were Imperium colonies there. And, uh, in this case, um, there is a planet that was essentially rediscovered um, that has been, you know, lost essentially for millennia and has no idea what the Imperium is. And the uh, Administratum would obviously love them to rejoin the Imperium at, well, it's, you're going to, you would have to force them to do so <laughs> either by diplomacy or might. So, uh, yes, that's, that's another opportunity. So you certainly are able to, um, to do that. If you want other leads, I'm more than happy to give you other leads as well. All right, I'm just well, trying to come up with interesting seeds for you. And I have, I could just ramble off a million things <laughs> if you really want me to, but you know, those are, those are pretty common things for a uh, rogue trader to do. Okay. Um, has there been any, uh, blowback from Zarkov has has word made it back to him. I would check in with with uh, Oros and find out what the stability of uh, Footfall is, especially if we you know wind up returning. You know if there's anything that we should be on the lookout for or if that's going relatively smoothly. Um. Yeah. I mean, you're not. Um. You haven't heard. I mean, he's certainly not happy about it. Does he know? Uh, does he know uh, in a month? Nah, he'd know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's not incompetent as a rogue trader, and you got they have seneschals everywhere and spies, so Fair. he likely has heard at this point after the month period. In between, maybe not as much, but after a month, he definitely knows that the artifact is no longer on the market. Okay. However, you know, yeah, he could do a lot of things to you, but technically he's not supposed to kill you flat out on the station. Just well, he can try. He can try, but that's kind of like in John Wick, right? Where it's like no business in the Continental Hotel. Like you're kind of not supposed to kill another rogue trader flat out on the on footfall just because of a deal gone sideways. So it's oh, on. No, I, I meant he could try insofar as that he could attempt it. And then I would gut him like a fish. Oh yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. You could definitely do that. <laughs> yes. He All could right. attempt it, but would he probably unlikely as a straight out attack? Okay. Uh, and then the only other thing that I would want to accomplish while we were still in Port Wander, I would, I would send something to um, to the to Carnot's 
stand. I, I wouldn't send him like the good whiskey again or anything, but I would send him something. Okay. Almost as like a fuck you. Uh, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, like in the 40 K universe, that would be like appropriate. Like I wouldn't send him flowers, but it would be on the level of like, Oh, here, these are for you. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Like, corpse rations although that's not as sissy as corpse rations are just lame and gross um, yeah no i mean it would be i mean it would be uh I, I can't think of anything yeah i don't know the social convention enough to be like what would be insulting but not offensive yeah, I, like he would want to be like right on the border. Like you know that this is fuck you, but you can't really say anything because it's not, you know. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll say it was some sort of exotic fruit basket. <laughs> yeah, 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 something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like very hot. Like pretty nice. Not that nice, but like pretty nice fruit basket. It cost me a couple of thrones because somebody had to like really search for it. Like they had a whole month to go and find it. Yeah. So yeah, you can, that's probably insulting enough. That's fair. All right. I like it. Um, so yeah. So, so as all these things are coming in and, you know, kind of gathering information, whatever, you know, I'll, I'll get with the crew, um, you know, I check, see how everybody's doing, see how everybody's feeling and then, um, you know, let them know, you know, about this, uh, you know, had the merchants, you know, found this planet, you know, appears to be uninhabited, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's full of, you know, they think that it has a lot of trace metals in it, be, um, you know, valuable to the Imperium, valuable to them, valuable to us, uh, get their opinion as far as if that is something, you know, as a crew, they would be interested in, you know, pursuing, it seems relatively, safe as it were with maybe a really high return so i think my feeling is great spin (laughs) i I think i mean to be fair safe i mean there's no people there but they they there's definitely life on it you just don't know what that is that's okay my my feeling is that we've got we, we tuned up the engine, so I don't care where we go because we just get to use it and fly around a bit. So I'm pretty happy to, <laughs> you know, kick the tires. So I guess it's just a matter if we ask, you know, Kane if he wants to go somewhere just to start fighting a bunch of stuff, or we ask Jarnan if he wants to go try to, uh, you know, proselytize to some fallen brethren. I guess those would be the two choices of uh, the places that we can go. Uh, Kane is looking for a better challenge because at this point now he's pretty much asked every single person on the ship that he deems worthy to punch him in the chest as hard as he can. <laughs> so he needs to test this stuff out on something new. Yeah, I mean, John knows that those material, those metals are pretty worthwhile. However, there's a whole planet that just needs to be brought into the flock of the God Emperor. So that would absolutely be the way that he would recommend going. So one for one then. <laughs> uh, well, three for one. <laughs> um, well, so, so, um, so Venari then would, would, you know, posit that if we undertake the mission for the, for the merchant house, 
uh, it will put us in better standing within the Imperium. Um, and the extra coin, the extra throne that we would garner from completing this mission would allow us to increase our military force uh, to accomplish the ends to which you are pushing towards. Uh, yes. Uh, most in your line believe that they can buy their way into a good afterlife. Hell guns for everyone. Well, Jordan, I just wish to help you accomplish your mission, and I believe this may be the uh, easiest way to accomplish such. Uh, as capable as we may be, uh, the majority of the crew is, of course, crewing the ship. I mean, we'll need to go in with uh, with more than just the five of us and, you know, Kane's small guard. You know, whole settlements would be, uh, you know, reticent. They've been out from under the thumb of the Imperium for what is it, like 100 years, hundreds of years? I don't know what it is, Neil, since the last Wait. warp storm closed the... Oh, thousands. Oh, thousands of years. years. All right. Yeah, it's been at least a millennia or more, okay. for sure. I don't remember what the exact number is, but it's thousands of years. Okay. They, they, may, they may be less than people at this point. Who knows what evolutionary path their, their lines took. Uh, you do speak truth. Uh, it would it may be better for us to get better equipped before going down there and burning all those heretics until they submit to our god emperor i would never steer you wrong jarnan you know that and i would never steer you wrong <laughs> indeed <laughs> he tips a glass he's he's got amasek in front of him he tips his glass to you not going to have a, a board meeting and not have uh, some whiskey. <laughs> of course. All right. Uh, so if we are agreed, we should make uh, contact with the uh, the Merchant Guild and uh, see what information they can provide before setting out. They may uh, be able to steer us in the right direction, maps and such. Uh, we take a look at their scans. Better to go in prepared. That is wise. All right. So I will have my... One of my agents uh, contact the guild, let them know that we are interested to hear what they have to say, and uh, wait for a reply. All right. Uh, it does not take too long um, before you get a response. Um, they're more than happy to meet with you. They give you the location of their administrative offices and uh, give you the name of their... Uh, I don't know what their ranks would be. Uh, I'm going to say Commodore. Why not? Sure. That sounds like a reasonable title for that level. Um, uh, it's a woman named Caladonna Sorelli. That's about last one. Uh, it's yeah, uh, sorry, Caldalana, C-A-L-D-A-L-A-N-A, Caldalana, and then Sorelli is C-E-R-E-L-L-I. Okay. Uh, yeah, so she's a Commodore, uh, so, you know, high enough level. They don't necessarily all have their own ship, per se, at that rank, although that would be similar to that rank. Um 
maybe actually that would be higher i think than captain i don't know i don't know naval stuff but let's say let's say that's higher in the merchant ranks uh so it's kind of like once you're beyond just the captain of a ship um so she would be in charge of more robust growth for the merchant skill is everybody going or yeah i assume so yeah, we don't want you to, you know, trip on your cape and make yourself look like a fool again. No, I got it hemmed. It's works. It's it's fabulous now. He that like pulls it out cape. and like kind of strokes the fur. He's like, "Look, did you have you felt this? It's really soft." No. Here, just, just touch it. <laughs> My faith doesn't allow me to. Sorry. Ah, I feel bad for you. Yes. <laughs> All right, so so we go over. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, uh, I I will bring her something as well. Like this this is his shtick. Like he's always, you know, trying to be the consummate professional in these social situations. So he would he would try to find out what if she had been looking for something. You know, maybe try to find out something about her background that he could you know, bring a gift that would, you know, maybe be a touchstone to something else. Like maybe she grew up on a, on a hive world or whatever. So, you know, something that would, I don't know, maybe remind her, whatever it is. I, I would try to do something like that. Okay. Uh, do you want to make a roll or? Yeah. Oh shit. Um, That's... God, what would that be? Um, Sorry, let me open that again. If you have suggestions, go ahead and yell I'm, it out. I'm looking, yeah, no, no. <laughs> Search? Uh, actually, no, there is a... Shit, there is. Let me I mean, barter would be to know the value. Uh... Sorry, it's actually um, inquiry. Oh, I have this. Mm. Use that quite a bit. I mean, technically, it's used to, like, scout your ship also for, like, People that are gonna like mutiny and shit, but inquiry is probably your best bet. You can have your seneschal do it for you. He would be trained basic, basically. Um, trained basic, but what would his skill he'd be? be? Roll, he'd be rolling a thirty. Any general person rolls at a thirty, unless you essentially buy up your crew. Um, well, would he be at a fifteen then if his skill was at thirty? Because if he's no, no, trained no, no, basic, no, he'd be he half, has right? it. No, he has it. Sorry. Oh, okay. Trained. Sorry. He's trained. So okay. he does have it. So he can do that at 30. Okay. I, I will clap him on the shoulder and tell him to make sure that he gets it done. Okay. So do you want me to roll or do you want to roll? Uh, You roll. All right. So it'll be rolling against a 40 then. Yep. Ah, oh, 47. Fuck. Oof. He comes back at this point. So he's like, give me a few days. He comes back and was like, I, she's quite mysterious. It really keeps to herself quite a bit, it seems. So I wasn't able to determine anything that could be used to, uh, you know, potentially accelerate negotiations. I'm sorry. All right. You, well, you tried your best. Uh he kind of gives him a, you know, he looks him up and down. He's like, this is the first time. Next time, make sure you don't fail. 
This will be the last time, sir, I promise you. Indeed it will. So he, I, he's I like, appreciate your your humble you're not well let's just say I appreciate it. Thank you, Lord Captain. I'll be out of your way now. Just just go. <laughs> Brain no work. I can't think of words. <laughs> That's okay. Ugh. Anyway. Uh, so he will he will go the old fashioned route. He will find like a huge fucking bouquet of flowers to bring. Okay. Not Jesus. knowing anything about her. Okay. Like if that would even be appropriate in this universe. Like I don't know. As dark as that universe is, I don't know. But like like he would uh, like yeah appeal to her feminine nature then. Okay. Uh, there's a you know their offices are quite. You, you know, you, you start getting into, like, the fancier part of the, the station, obviously well away from the dregs. The Merchant's Gill area is, of course, like, super ornate, fucking gold-laced everything, platinum. I mean, it's, like, opulent as hell. Um, to show off just how wealthy and powerful they are, uh, so you go into their offices, um, the uh, you greet essentially the administrative person. Uh, they show you to uh, a conference room uh, in steps. Um, a fairly tall uh, woman. She's over six foot for sure. Um, sort of, you know, definitely intimidating. Um, stern looking. Um, your guess would be former military that then perhaps join the merchant guild to be richer <laughs> and less dead. Um, often, yes, military service can get you, uh, if you're good, uh, could certainly get you uh, offers uh, in the private sector that pay well. So um, she greets you. Uh, hello, gentlemen. Ah yes, good evening. He uh, he kind of looks at her and he looks at the flowers. He kind of looks at her and he's like, "It was the best I could do on short notice." Uh, you are a very uh, mysterious woman, uh, according to my uh, seneschals. I I normally try to uh, go above and beyond for you know meetings such as these. I like to say thank you i do appreciate the gesture i would have of course appreciated more if you hadn't tried to spy on me beforehand in order to butter me up but i'm more of a business first pleasure later these are quite lovely i'll give them to my assistant i'm sure she will be more than pleased but i like to keep my private matters private so the likes of your organization can't easily pry. I don't want anyone to have a leg up. At the Merchants Guild, you see, we're all, all are equal in their value, and we certainly want wouldn't want to give unfair advantage. So I try to keep my private matters to myself. Let's just talk about the deal as it is the deal. Okay. That's, that's Real quick, I'm assuming, I'm assuming Kane's here. Are we all yeah. there? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kane's gonna uh, gonna hit the button on the side of his helmet, pull 
front visor is going to kind of lift up and he's going to pull a cigar out of a pouch, put it in his mouth and give her a nod and go, hey. She gives you a stern nod. <laughs> a little smirk. Well, business first. That's uh, I, I can appreciate that. Um, you know, of course, we're uh, we're all in business. I I meant no offense. I only wish to um, uh, you know to appeal to your better sensibilities. I I can uh, my reputation is um, depending on who you talk to, checkered. But uh, I uh, I meant no ill offense. I I take no offense, but I know your reputation. I know the reputation of most rogue traders. They're all, you know, they all try to loosen lips and bribe and corrals any way they can to get the the better end of the deal, and that's fine. Uh, but perhaps I should take a step back. Let let's have proper introductions. My name is uh, Caldelana uh, Solari or Sorelli. Sorry. Called Alana Sorelli. I don't know my own name. Um, edit that out, John. <laughs> Do you want me to reset? No. Edit. Now. Edit. Now. Anyway. I'm going to leave all this in. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, now. Yes. Now. Uh, now. I'm Commodore of the Coronas uh, Expanse uh, Merchants Fleet. In this case, it is of the trading family... Jalusus. J U L L U S U S. All these have a lot of repeat vowels. I don't like it, but um, <laughs> in this case, my charge is to direct the fleets exploring the Coronas Expanse. Of course, we don't want to have too many. In such dangerous territory, uh, we leave that more to your ilk, if possible. Though we do have exploratory missions uh, here or there. Uh, and it just so happens we've, I'm sure as you've heard, uh, is the reason for this meeting, discovered some quite interesting assets that we would like to exploit. However... Merchant Guild is not in the business of securing locations of such unusual biology. Seems as if there are, li if it was a dead planet, we'd certainly be willing to send our own men in, but we'd prefer to take a route, uh, we'd prefer to, I would say, spread the risk out and have you and your crew secure the location and set up an operation for us, paying you handsomely, splitting the profit, uh, so that we can all uh, share in, in, in the bounty of the Expanse. Interesting. Uh, before we continue, of course, uh, you know that I am Venari Hollerman, and he will... You know, big, you know, big bow, arms out, and everything. Yeah. Uh, my uh, cigar smoking uh, first in command, my right hand man is Kane Lomlin. I don't know if Kane is there. <laughs> Jarnan's going to like nudge him in the ribs. <laughs> I said, hey. 
<laughs> you gotta not be mute when you say hey. <laughs> I I just said it too softly. He forgot to lift up his visor. Yeah. My, my <laughs> eyes are up here, sir. <laughs> I okay. made my choice. <laughs> Our our berobed friend, our our emissary of the ecclesiarchy, Jarnan. Forget your last name. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I had to get like a little bow. It's a pleasure to meet a, a man of the cloth. And we also have uh, Emma's core, our void master, is very handy. So I'm just gonna look over and say, okay, so where are we going? And just out of character, I have very bad fellowship, so I'm just going to look at her and say, so where are we flying to? <laughs> Straight into the point. I like it. Everybody's <laughs> all about business. Indeed. Uh, maybe pleasure later. And he kind of like, you know, gives her the, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah. She doesn't really, you don't notice a response at all. Like, she's just very like, all right. Right. Well, he, he kind of figured, but, you know, that's, that's his thing. Um, so uh, speaking of the biology, you, you said that it's interesting. Is there uh, any information you can give us, scans that you can share of the planet? Uh, any, any useful bits of information you have before we depart would be most appreciated. Absolutely. I mean, upon a successful negotiation, and if we come to appropriate terms, uh, we're more than happy to share all of the technical data we gathered on the planet, including all geological surveys. We had quite uh, expansive augury scans of the entire planet, pinpointing the locations of the most valuable minerals and trace metals. Uh, and I will say, it will be quite worth your while in this case. It's not a simple extraction of you know of iron or other common metals these these are quite valuable uh, particularly to the imperial navy uh, who needs them in the more sophisticated repairs and uh, construction of uh, newer ships and, and refurbishment of old ships there's there's quite a few of these metals that are very difficult to recycle so of course, we can share all of that. There's also some scans of the planet's surface uh, as, and what indigenous fauna we have observed. Uh, of course, nothing close enough to uh, determine exactly what is there. However, it does seem well populated. And some of the creatures seem to be quite large uh, based on the movement and scans we uh have have performed so of course that's why we're trying to partner in this instance instead of doing it ourselves uh i think a crew like yours someone who's used to uh, perhaps more precarious situations uh would be better suited of course i could lead a ship uh, as i was an officer in the imperial navy but let's say our crews are not necessarily hardened soldiers um and so i would prefer someone better suited for the task secure this for us to make sure we gain the most and lose the least i'm sure you'd be more than capable of handling it uh you have quite uh, the resources uh, at hand as i understand it and uh, i you've gotten a reputation for being able to uh successfully achieve 
difficult goals, it seems, um, and have obtained some interesting uh, items as of late. So I trust that we would be in good hands if you're amenable. The best hands. We are problem solvers, uh, although you look like you could quite easily handle yourself. Of course. I Certainly. I, I wish sometimes that I were back on the bridge feeling the the lays, uh, you know, the the sizzle of the lays cannons of a boarding action. But as you can see, I like she knows like her. Yeah. Her, like her uniform is like super fucking awesome, like super opulent. She's like, obviously, life is a little more comfortable, even if less than exciting all of the time. Indeed, indeed. Uh, as to the uh, ownership of the planet itself, is that uh, in question at all now? Is this uh, going to be claimed by the uh, by the Merchants Guild or by the Imperium itself? The Merchants Guild will claim claim land rights. Of course, we will pay all uh, required tariffs and duties to the Imperium as per common treaty. However, it will be the property of the Merchants Guild. You would not take acquisition of the planet. However, you would get a percentage of the profits and land rights um, as of such. Uh, could see considerable wealth uh, over time. Uh, a very steady stream for at least, well, longer than probably either of us will be alive. Uh, before we would extract the minerals from this from this particular planet, so it's quite a wealthy endeavor to to partake in. And the long term protection of this planet would be left to. Well, the Merchants Guild does have once the planetary body itself is secure the. Merchants Guild would, of course, protect all cargo transports as well as set up uh, perimeter defenses in the form of uh, ships. We can also provide security on the ground, assuming enough uh, infrastructure is in place in order for us to do so without with minimal loss. So if you are able to work with us to initialize, uh, initiate construction of, of the mining uh, and extraction platforms. We would then uh, obviously send resources in order to increase security and fortifications. In the meantime, we would ask that you protect the operations, at least in the short term, uh, while we get sufficient resources on planet to defend itself. Okay, that of seems. Course, unless the hot, unless all the life there is completely, you know, passive, you know, passive and and it doesn't attack anything. I've not seen many alien worlds that that seems to happen on. But just you know, between you and I, that's not usual. But if it's all peaceful, then it would be easy money for all of us. Otherwise, we would ask that you. Clear the area, if you would, as best as possible. Now, easy money is the best money. Of course it is. Um, I, 
it seems reasonable enough. Um, what percentages are we uh, are we contemplating? This is this will uh, require uh, quite a bit of our time uh, in in protection and oversight until the uh, immediate area is pacified and you can begin to construct your your defenses and your and your rigs and such. Well, our standard offer is twenty percent. Twenty percent. Uh, and how long would you think that we would need to stay and, you know, oversee? She starts calculating. At best guess, assuming you're able to quickly secure a landing site and assuming, of course, accurate navigation of the warp of our mining and colonization ships perhaps three months hmm 20 percent three months huh but 20 percent forever of a very valuable resource that is true that is true um perhaps you can throw in a uh, a little plot of land, maybe a place for a vacation home, assuming that the fauna is uh, is uh, pacified. I will. I could take it above my office. However, it is very unusual to be granted land rights on a new colony. I would urge you to consider another negotiation tactic. For instance, I could easily offer you 25% of my own accord. I don't need any other sign-off, but providing you private lands on a critical supply line for the Merchants Guild uh, would be difficult for me to negotiate. But I'm more than happy to try. If that is what you want, I can try. He looks I, to the crew for for any input. Uh, Kane kind of gives a shrug. And he says, "It's not like I'm going to build a house." Fair point. So, if we get a bit of land, and the merchant house is doing mining. Does that restrict us from not doing any mining with our bit of land? Well, I, I would look at it as a as a further protection of our mutual investment. Well, your colleague makes an interesting point. You would not have rights to extract resources from the planet, even if granted land rights. You would be given simply the land right, not mineral rights. The merchant house will not give up any of that. They will give percentages, but they would not allow you to extract out from under them. That would go very poorly in your negotiation, I assure you. Oh, understood, understood. I, I do not mean to um, in, infringe upon your your rights of extraction. So what would you do with this land? I just have a little, little place away, a little, uh, you know, hidey hole. If we needed to uh, 
maybe hole up somewhere sometime in the future? Is it far from the main shipping lanes or is it uh, right smack in the center? Well, there are no main shipping lanes at the moment in the Coronas Expanse, and it is off the beaten path. So, no, it is not in major lanes. You would be quite out of the way. Perhaps if what you are looking for is an opportunity to, let's say, relax and take a break in your downtime, perhaps it would be possible to grant you access to a facility at the mining space as obvious as as part as minority owners you certainly could be granted rights to inspect the facility uh, for integrity uh and as well perhaps the merchant merchant guild would be quite more likely to grant you access to a facility of course, if you bankrolled the facility, then whatever goes in there would be your business. But the land rights themselves would be still wholly owned by the guild. I was thinking a place a little off the beaten path, maybe out in the woods, a nice lake. You know, some something where we wouldn't be, I wouldn't be bothered. She she looks around. Um, it would be difficult to negotiate that. However, you could, perhaps we can compromise. You could, if you would agree to staff a facility, perhaps you could be contracted as a private security force for planetary defense, in which case you'd of course need an operations, a base of operations on the planet at your discretion, whatever is most tactically advantageous, as long as you are able to staff it appropriately. Of course, that would offload the expense of the merchants guild in securing the establishment at all times, and you would have free reign to do as you will as a private contractor uh, to equip your facility as needed, perhaps that would be a solution? Sounds like something that I would be interested in. Of course, it would only take a, you trained men, something that I'm sure you could procure quite easily, and I'm sure if it's your respite from chaos and all of the nefarious dealings that rogue traders have to deal with on a regular basis, you would want it to be quite secure anyway. So as long as your men are willing to, you know, protect the mining establishment's interests as well, which you have a vested interest in, then I think perhaps it'd be a win-win for both of us. Indeed, it sounds like we have an accord. Then I shall write an agreement, and I will provide you with all necessary contracts and legally binding uh, language as soon as possible, and you, for your review, please let me know if this all looks acceptable to you. Excellent. You can have them sent over to my ship. Uh, I look forward to working with you and uh, maintaining a strong and positive relationship. I hope so. 
I hope that I'm not putting too much faith in your crew. Ah, uh, they deserve the utmost faith. Well, I hope so. I hope that I that you earn all of the trust that I that I am giving you. We have had many offers, but I think this might be perhaps more opportune for us at the moment. Indeed. Sounds perfect. All right. She excuses herself. Before she goes, I slip my card on the table. <laughs> okay. With, with my, my private, you know, calm or whatever. I'll just, you know, reach out, stick it on the corner of her desk so that she sees it before she leaves. All right. Uh, she picks it up smirks just the very slightest and slips it into like her breast pocket and walks out. So she walks out and he turns around and he goes, you know, rubs his hands together and he goes, all right, this should be some easy money. And uh, we've got a little place to hole up if the heat comes. You have no shame. I, we are helping the Imperium of man to extract precious metals for the defense of, of the empire itself. The, 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 re, the, the metals that are there are going to help to rejuvenate and revivify the Navy that is going to help to protect the Imperium of man and spread the religion of the God Emperor across the universe. John just kind of nods and then shakes his head. Can, can we leave? Please. We're getting we're getting thrones, right? Yeah, we're gonna get a lot of thrones. Kane, we are gonna be rolling in thrones. <laughs> Sounds painful, bad acid. <laughs> all right, he claps you on the shoulder. He goes, "All right, we're we're done here. Let's uh let's head back to the ship. We'll wait the contracts. We'll begin to make preparations, and uh, we'll uh, we'll set out." So at the end of this detail. Are we then going to go to this lost and now found planet? Indeed, as my promise to you had been, we will uh, accomplish this mission. We will bulge our coffers full of thrones. We will hire more men and we will go and purge the unclean from this uh, rogue imperial settlement. Then I am game. Let us go then. Indeed. Head back to the ship. All right. Head back to the ship. All right. Uh, So, yeah, so we we head back to the ship. We'll we'll wait for contracts to be drawn up. We'll begin to make the necessary requisitions. You know, if we've been there for a month of, like, we need to restock food, uh, you know, give guys final final leave, sure leave, you know, in preparation of of leaving. I, I would so we have that other acquisition kind of in the bank. Do we want to expend that while we're here for additional troops in preparation of then staffing a base here and do that now? I mean it wouldn't be like a like you know it wouldn't be like a regiment, but I think we could get like maybe like a thousand dudes or something like that, or a couple of hundred dudes. I don't know. I forget. 
I was going to say 30. And, uh, and you just blew my number out the water. Well, um, so um, for availability major for a regiment, which is 500 to 1,000, it's only minus 10, which would be wow. 40. Uh, if we got a company, that company would probably be better, right? 50 to 100. Yeah. That would be uh, plus zero. So we'd be rolling yeah. against a 50. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, if we're, you know, since the discussions went that way where we want to get a foothold there, I mean, if everyone else agrees with that acquisition, yeah, I'm good with that. And then we can get those motherfuckers to start building the things that we need while we're gone because we're going to have to. So, so his plan then is to um, have a place where we can go if needs be and we need to bail, but also to start to cement different locations within the expanse where we have some interest, where we're making money. So we would be providing defense on planet for uh, we're protecting our investment to a greater or lesser extent, but we also have some place to go where we can hole up if we're attacked. We'll have a base there with dudes, yeah. Yeah. which is maybe or maybe not going to be easier depending on what the planet is, as opposed to the place that's inhabited by fucking warp demons, <laughs> <laughs> which is still on the table. But I'm figuring maybe when we circle back around like fifth or sixth level, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they could have been mute. They could have been warp corrupted by the artifact. You don't technically know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Although I mean, I'm a real that... dick, so probably not. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit was fucked up there. Like, we know that. So there's a cruiser's, potentially a cruiser's or half a cruiser's worth of people who are potentially, you know, warp mutated by the artifact. So. If this is just flora and fauna that we have to worry about, which could be terrible in and of itself, I assume it is because it's Rogue Trader. Um, but maybe, you know, if they're not sentient, maybe that's a little bit easier. You know, you just set up a perimeter and, you know, like if you're in Africa, you set up a perimeter, you throw out a fucking, you know, a wall full of sticks and wait for the lines to come, you know? Wow, that took a turn way less offensive than I thought it was going to take. So, <laughs> kudos. What's what they do? Do you watch Survivor? <laughs> well, I didn't think I was going to be like, oh, please don't. Please don't be the British and just be like, you just set up a machine gun. and No, no, no. <laughs> Zulu Dawn. No, I was no. like, whoa, <laughs> dial it back. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to Zulu Dawn everything. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> let's not go there. It's a touchy subject. Um, so the, the 20%. She said that's 20% in perpetuity then, right? Yes. Yeah. It's essentially, so it translates to profit factor, yeah. essentially, because yeah. profit factor is not thrones. Profit factor is a continuous business interest that lets you acquire things. Yes. So, like, it is, profit factor is seen as, like, income more than it is, your bank account, right? So just so then every once in a while it would go up then? Is that what we're saying? You know, every once in a while you would shout out and say you'd get... N not really. So no, it's more like, let's say you have like, let's say this gives you four profit factor. Essentially what it means is your 20% interest in this gives you thrones coming in. But since you own an asset that's getting all of these thrones coming in, you could essentially borrow money. You could 
do so like it doesn't go up it basically gives you a capital capital to use but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going up or down yeah. unless you lose a business interest right so it's kind of like oh well i just opened three new restaurants it's like well you're getting more money coming in so it's not that it's ever going to go like those three restaurants are only going to make as much as they're going to make. They max out at some point. So, so for the game the, mechanic, the it would the profit factor would just go up, like you said, just by four, and just yes. for game mechanics, then we had just have four more, and then whatever that means on the back end, whether that's thrones you want to spend or whatever, that's just part of the yes. So it's like yeah, it's okay. against your roles and against okay. your influence. So it's kind of like a non-concrete thing it's yeah. like a like a sum total of your ability to get shit okay. um so the 20 percent interest mechanically speaking would be like if you can secure everything two to three profit factor but that's like a fuck ton right because that's like a ship component that's expensive so like that's not a small amount, particular. I mean, plus it's a you know it's a, it's a minor stake. Um, also, you could have negotiated probably for more profit factor and a out of character weight. You could have argued for more profit factor, but not gotten. Yeah, like, he wanted the property. I, yeah, he he wanted he wanted the space. Yeah, I, I figured I probably could have pushed her up to thirty, but yeah, you could have pushed her up to thirty. So I would have given you like four profit factor essentially instead of probably yeah. three. So, but, and just so you know, to take the planet, that's up to you. The contract for security, you might need the, uh, the, not platoon, the major, like you might need the major, the regiment to, for, cause it's basically securing the entire mining operation on the planet. Mm -hmm. So eventually you'll need a regiment yeah, yeah, to yeah. hold everything. That doesn't mean clearing out an initial space is like a regiment's required. Just so you, so that's not a thing. Like you don't need that, but necessarily probably wouldn't hurt, but you don't need to well, that right now. I, I'm, I'm thinking, so we're going to, so we're going to have to take, well, let me ask you this. Cause then maybe this is a role that I don't know. Um, I would want to take, construction supplies since we didn't negotiate for that for us to build the the place that I'm looking for um, unless initially we leave our hundred dudes you know at the mining site proper and then as thrones start to come in then move them off-site to build our own facility so then the hundred would be there to protect the facility proper for now as thrones start to come in, then I would move building materials and then maybe work crews there to then construct a facility for us. Yeah. Okay. So this, okay. That makes sense. Okay. Let me put it this way. Here's how this, <laughs> these are your options. Cause you brought up a good point. It's a good point. Here's the options. You could roll for things, but laying it out very simply, you could roll for the hundred guys and they could stay at the mining facility because the merchant skill is going to send them to set up the mine. They're paying for the mining equipment. You don't have to do that. 
right, right. You're securing the facility. If you are trying to acquire the construction materials through your own means, you would roll against profit factor. Okay. So that would be two rolls. We only have one. You would get three profit factor. So you get your three profit factor because you're you're going to secure the place and you're getting the land rights or you're getting mineral rights. You're getting 20%. So then essentially, or if you want, you could back out the costs of whatever your forward base is. You could do two profit factor. You could burn a profit factor essentially and your base materials are secured with no roll. I like it. I mean, so if you guys your, are okay with that, I like that, right? So we go up to 52. They provide all the materials. For the base, yeah. They'll, they'll essentially build you whatever base you're looking for. Then we um, don't have to have crews building shit. We don't have to oversee people putting stuff together. We, we have the specifications. We put the tech priests on or wherever. We're like, this is what we want. And then they build it. And then it's there. Yeah. Yeah, and all you're supplying is men in that case. You're essentially a private contractor security force. Yep. So, Blackwater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Your guys are Blackwater, plus you own part of what they're protecting. But yes, yeah, so you could just, they could, the Merchants Guild is willing if you just say, look, we're going to just, you build it, take that out of our cut. Mm -hmm. And they'll just build what you want within reason. Like you're not gonna have like crazy planetary macro batteries or anything, but like a, a like a regular base facility, as long as it's not insane shit. You're not like, oh, I want a teleportarium. <laughs> like, well, you're not gonna get that. Sure. But like, yes, like a underground bunkers. You know, like the yeah. Anything that you can essentially rationally justify as a private contractor security force, what you need to protect the planet from its own inhabitant fauna or potentially any invaders that would come on land, mm -hmm. they will protect the, the orbit. But in the event of something landing, then your men would want to take care of that too. So as long, like that's pretty easy to justify a lot of shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yeah, anything that would be reasonable. Uh, I mean, one profit factor would get you pretty good stuff for okay. planet, for like ground shit. It's just, right? right like we don't have orbital cannons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah, fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm down with that. Are you guys okay with that? Down. Yep. Sweet. Yep. Right. Well, that makes it easy. They they sign off. If you're willing to do that, they're more than happy. All right. Sounds good. And the base will be yeah, not right there. Like it'll it'll be secure enough that like if we needed to pull back, like they can't just come over and knock on a door for a cup of sugar. Like we're we're away with sure. the means to once everything is secure. You know, sure. Uh, yeah, you would basically yeah, you could argue you could always argue like Oh, it's proprietary and we have confidential blah, blah, blah. So, like, we are over here. We send guys over to patrol, but, like, don't worry about it. This is our shit. Like, yeah, don't yeah. touch our shit. Like, yeah, you can Yeah, you can have it definitely far enough away because also, per, per, you know, right, you want maybe forward operating base, right? Like, you don't – I mean, there's eventually will be multiple installations that your, your folks patrol, but 
mm-hmm. it doesn't it, that at some point you you're you're not going to be at every every facility so you may want to position it you know between facilities in the middle of several that's still pretty far from all of them because they're all spread out everywhere over this planet but you're in the middle so you can get everywhere right 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 so yeah Okay, I love it. Abstractly, yes, you would be able to. It, it's not like connected to their facility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. So, are you, are you guys good? I, I, I. I kind of hate that, you know, it becomes like a one-person thing, like when we do negotiations and stuff. I think it would be weird if we all jumped in and started, <laughs> you know, for, for yeah. stuff like this, you should take the lead anyways, I think. so. You take the talky-talk, <laughs> and then we take everything else. Okay. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just... It, it makes me feel weird a little bit because we do because we do a lot of RP, so it becomes a lot of talky talk. <laughs> it's like uh. no, but I think when when we do stuff like this, you always take the lead. But then if we do stuff where we're not talking to other official people, I think we right. do a lot of role playing with each other. So I think you know it, it ends up bouncing out. And then the game's called Rogue Trader, so of course you're going to get more of the the speaking part anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kane's got his thing now. Like, he's just in for the thrones. He's like, eh, whatever. Like, just give me something to shoot. And Jordan always gets his his digs in, which I love. And then, you know, I feel like Kevin, you're like kind of sort of in between things, kind of like hanging out. Like, <laughs> well, and I think I think the way the crew breaks down, you know, so it it doesn't equal, you know, it doesn't even out where that's the you know deciding one way or another. But I like the you know, go with one side if it looks, you know, one way or the other, you know, the, you know, the throwing that boat either way. So, no, I think it works out really good. Okay, cool. I, just, I worry about that stuff as well. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm sure, too, once we break down into our independent parts, like Jarnin often uh, speaks up more when dealing with Imperium and yeah. with the Ecclesiarchy, and or I won't speak up when it's military because there's issues there but (laughs) (laughs) sure if there's another pilot that uh that that you guys will will chat up and everything so you know makes sense works out 